What's up, guys? I'm Caden Dunleavy, your host of the Nice Guys Finish First podcast, where today we'll be talking about unrealistic expectations. With us, our guest, Mr. Andrew Wood. What's up? Retired Army vet. Thanks for your service, man. Thank you for your support. All right, man. Let's get straight into it. We got some good stuff to talk about today. Okay. So, as we know, with the social media area that we're in today, we have lots of guys who have tons of unrealistic expectations. You know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely. So with seeing everyone buying million dollars home, like millions of dollars worth of homes, sports cars, designer brands, we all look to look up to them in a certain way and want to be them. Do you agree? Yes. Um, as far as expectations go, definitely when you're younger, you have like huge wants because in the social media world, we kind of see, right? Mm -hmm. We only see what's right there happening. The big things, the the person doing really well or really like the staged kind of event. And I like if you can find someone authentic, but yes, it is very tough to have goals if you look at someone who has like a staged life. Hmm. I agree. I think that I was looking up the definition and the definition of unrealistic expectations is... Okay. That one does not recognize the truth about a situation. Which, I mean, how can you if what you see is social media? If you enrapture yourself in what is to be great, what is to be the best, or the number one realtor, or the bed excuse me, best podcast ever, mm -hmm. right? You want it to be like Joe Rogan. It's not going to happen in a day. Yeah. But of course, all you see is what is put right in front of you. And most so people like, don't know why they want it. Yes. Like, okay, a million dollars. You know the top 1% of the, like, top 1% of the U.S. to make 1% mm -hmm. and be in the 1% club is 440000 But most people are throwing around millions yeah. like it's nothing. It, I think it comes back to, and this might be... An older term, but who wants to be a millionaire? Well, you know, who doesn't know that show? But yeah. I mean, it was like this huge thing. If, if you make a million, you made it. Mm -hmm. But like, if I gave you a million right now, right? Mm -hmm. And you didn't invest it. You just did what normal people probably do is they spend. Because we're consumers, all of us. I enjoy things. Mm -hmm. If I went out and I had a million dollars, I would not make it to retirement. Yeah, you would absolutely not. No Especially because way. most people don't know why why they want a million dollars like i know all my friends are like million here millionaire i want to be a millionaire i want to be a millionaire, millionaire. but they don't even know themselves enough to know yeah. why they want a million dollars and if you do not know why you want a million dollars mm -hmm. you'll never attain it because you don't know what you're chasing you're just like a oh, million mm -hmm. i can talk the talk but not walk the walk did you ever do the like what you would do if you had a million Right? I used to do that with my friends all the time. What would I do if I had a million? So I was one of those people that was like, I want a million. I used to be like, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy a car. And like the moment you have to actually pay for something yourself, you realize, oh, that money's gone now. And like, I still need to eat. Mm -hmm. I still need to sleep somewhere. I still need to pay taxes on things. And like, I need income, not a lump sum. People so it doesn't mean, things. like, get a job and just have a day job and just, like, nine to five. Mm -hmm. But 
you got to have income of some way. Yeah, people need perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just like the story about crying in a Ferrari. Mm. Crying in a Ferrari. Would you rather have tons of money? You know, most people go out and buy fancy cars at a young age. Mm-hmm. Completely understand. I mean, with social media, I want to be cool. Yeah. Everybody wants to be cool. They want to look like they're rich when they're really not. Yep. It's a big thing these days. Would you rather cry in a Ferrari or be completely happy with a good smile on your face in a Toyota? It's one of those things. It matters on what kind of Toyota it is, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, gosh, I most of the millionaires in the world that all the stories that I've heard, there's there are some happy ones out there. Uh Some that are very self aware, but most of them are very not. Very, very not happy. <laughs> well, they chase that million, you know? What, what they happens don't know why. Yeah. yeah. What happens when you get to the million? Mm-hmm. You know, you get there. Like, all right, like, did you have a structure for that million? Like, what if you hit the lottery? I mean, you can always go try that. You hit a lottery. There's all kinds of stories. I think they made a show or something about, about how, like, lottery winners don't do well afterwards. Mm-hmm. So if you have a proven oh, model. You're so right. Right. Yeah. If you have a proven model and a path that gets you there probably be more set up but i think that's all about like you said perspective and the why okay that's good i would say let's move into the next one yeah which is done realistic expectation not as a money sense but everyone must be must like me everyone must like me what do you yeah. think about the unrealistic expectation of everyone must like you that comes back to for me at least what i think of that as it's a social media slash insecurity that are woven into each other because we are now a swipe and like Mm -hmm. form of social media slash culture and just from my perspective what you start to see in the younger generation is i need to do this fun thing and then they'll like me Mm -hmm. but then it's kind of like when you get into the real world and you're the camera's off People don't give a shit about that. They have their own problems. Right? They don't care about the fact that you can like dance really well or that you have a ton of likes. So you have to want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you're so revolved around getting these likes and getting the swipes and having the best image for one second, image is important, but if you're not that actual person behind that image all day long, what's well, going to show through and it won't actually mean anything. And then your perspective mm-hmm. won't be the same as you continue on. Yeah, I would say that everyone could be, everyone has the potential to be a star. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone that's listening right now, you guys are all stars. You could be something, you could be like the rappers and the TikTokers you see. Mm-hmm. If that's what you actually enjoyed, making a piece of content off of something you enjoyed. But I think it's completely unrealistic to have the expectation to have everyone like you because everyone will not like you. Mm-hmm. You know all the people that you love, you see on social media, you love them. There's also a million people that absolutely can't stand them. Do you know who Cam Haynes is? No, but I, I hate him already. I'm joking. <laughs> right. So my Cam Haynes is one of like the top bow hunters, at least from what I've seen, from my knowledge. He's like very well known as far as the bow world mm-hmm. and hunting. Mm-hmm. If you put him in a room with a bunch of people that are entrepreneurs and like are all about public speaking and stuff like that, and him and Gary Vee are in the same room, Gary Vee's the star of the show. He's the number one hero in the world mm-hmm. kind of thing. He is the guy. 
and it means there's just gonna be another dude in the room, mm -hmm. right? But in reverse that, and you got a bunch of people in camo who literally don't care about starting their own business and all wanna live outside and they want to hunt for their family with a stick and a string. He'd be the guy. He'd be the guy kind of thing. So again, it comes down to anyone can do it, mm -hmm. but you've gotta do it for your reasons and your authentic personality. Yeah, I would say, my friends, if you're listening, be self-aware. You might not need a million dollars a year. You might completely be happy living off 100000 a year. I mean, you have to know what you want, but you don't want to set yourself up for failure. Because when you get to that age where you make these huge goals, you get to 30, 40, and they're not done, you're going to think you're a failure when you've just been in the learning phase. You've had goals that are way too big to achieve in a certain amount of time. And don't get me wrong. You should have huge goals if you're consistently working towards them. It's hard work to get where you want to be. But if you do have huge goals, ask yourself why you have them and what is your motivation. I believe in you. You have potential to be number one. Maybe you want to be number two. Maybe it's better for you to be number three or four. So you got to get your mind right. Have goals that are realistic to what you actually want in life. Don't make goals off based off of other people. I like what you said out there about... Uh have understanding who you are and why you're doing it because when your goals get hit what happens if you do hit that goal is your why strong enough to keep you going mm -hmm. i mean there's some people hey i want a thousand viewers okay let's just say you got a thousand viewers is that all you wanted what happened Boom, did anything it. happen you want more money i'll give you a dollar you're done it is just might be want? a tuesday <laughs> cool i hit it on a tuesday okay wednesday is coming do you want to keep going? Is it enough to sustain? Are you are you done? You made it. I have a thousand. You know, you. It's almost like thinking micro on a macro scale, and you need to think macro and reprioritize what your why is. Mm -hmm. I would say that right now, this is our this is my first podcast, and I'm already thinking of having it be the future number one, two, or three best podcasts for men's mental health. You know, half the world's men. I want to help at a men's standpoint what you guys need to hear. And I, I mean, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I really appreciate you listening in for your future. Um, and that would be all. Yeah. And I mean, and then also what they want to hear, you know, because the need can change, the want can change. I mean, it'll be just about what they say. Because I know I'd want to hear about what can help me out as I move forward? I'm still going to be a man till the day I die kind of thing. If something changes along the path, that's when giving that value to someone is like, man, these people are helping me out. Mm -hmm. This is great. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that gives back. I think that's a great thing. Awesome, man. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. It was good. You had very good, realistic expectations for the people listening. And I thank you for that. And I hope you guys that are listening still, I hope you enjoyed. And I really appreciate you listening to the future number one, two or three, best podcast for men's mental health. You guys have a great rest of your day.